Welcome to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast with your hosts, Norman and Jody. Discover the inspiring stories of the average and not-so-average runners. And they're off. Hello, and welcome to our very first podcast, episode one. We're your hosts. (laughs) I'm Norman. And I'm Jody. And this podcast is presented by our company, Gotta Run Racing. And why aren't you looking up there? Oh, yeah. I'm looking down there. (laughs) Sorry. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there one day. (laughs) Uh, We're the race directors of a trail and virtual run series in Ontario. And today we're going to start by introducing ourselves so you can get to know us a little better. Mm. In future episodes, we'll be talking about training, racing, and all things running with a variety of guests from the endurance world. Before we get started, just wanted to let you know what's happening with Gotta Run right now. What is happening with Gotta Run? Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let him put his glasses on so he can read the notes because he doesn't actually know what's happening with Gotta Run. Oh, yeah. Everything's canceled. <laughs> That's right. 2020's been canceled. Uh, but we went all in. We went, what, virtual this year? Yes, we did. So... We have three virtual events, and they are what? Chase the Coyote, which is actually sold out. Thank you to everyone that signed up. Island Lake Classic, which is still going on. Yes, we still have some spots left for Island Lake. It's 5 and a 10K. And our very first event, which would have taken place at Earl Row this past summer, is the Rainbow Trail Run. And again, we're still taking registrations for that event. You can check it out on our website, gotterunracing.com. What else have you you've been working on? Lots of videos. <laughs> yes. We put a virtual treadmill uh, video so you can run on, on your treadmills during the cold winter months of our events. We have two Island Lake Classic, a 30-minute and a 60-minute, mm-hmm. the 5 and 10K, and then we did the Rainbow Trail Run as well. How long is that one? It's an hour. An hour. Yep, so... Again, you decide how fast and slow you want to go. Just I put in the inclines and declines of the event. So, of eh. the trail, of yeah. the trail, yeah. And we're also working on some uh, playlists that you can play along rather than just listening to the music in the video or play your own. Exactly. Yeah, we'll keep you going through the harsh winter that's a coming. <laughs> so today we are going to get to know each other a little bit better, right? And how are we <laughs> going to do that? How many? levels can we connect on <laughs> yes let's try to get to another deeper level deeper deeper <laughs> deeper deeper level like on the bachelorette yes there's so many levels all right so well, so what we're going to do is we're going to pick these um just to get to know each other a little bit better and for you guys to know who the hell we are we have these 15 questions, I think, in this hat about different things. We have no idea what they are. I wrote seven. You wrote eight. Right. So, and then we're going to answer them somewhat honestly, maybe. (laughs) But first, what are you drinking? Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) I just have Pepsi today. Yeah, not very exciting. I'm drinking... um, Mill Street. Hopped and confused, which is what I feel right now. That's why it's fitting. <laughs> okay. All right, let's get started. You go first. Yeah, Mar- this is going to be a quick one episode. 
Here we go. All right. Uh-oh, so just you're just answering that one, right? No, we're going to both put our spin on it. Okay. So. All right. Let's go. First question. What well-known runner would you want to interview and why? What well-known runner would you want to interview and why? You know what? I was actually thinking about this the other day. And that's my question. That is your question. Yes. I think I know what yours is. Do you? I think so. Okay. You can guess after. But I think... Look at the camera. (laughs) Well-known runner. They have to be alive because if we put it out there, it might happen. Oh, so you can't. It's not like that question <laughs> where you say, "Who would you want to have dinner with, dead or alive?" Yeah, okay. and everyone picks Jesus. Okay, no, no, you have to go with someone that I think. I really would like to get to chat with uh, Casey, Casey Lichtai. I've actually had a vision of doing that the other day. We were just walking down the street, and I was just asking her questions, just randomly. So I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Casey. Yeah, and for guy doesn't no. That's your answer. Oh, I think yeah. so. Guy or girl? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who do you think mine is? I think yours would be Dean Karnas mm. or Rob Carr. Okay, so <laughs> those two are my running idols. Okay. Who I've both been fortunate enough to meet and talk to. Mm. So because of that, I'm going to pick someone else. Okay. So this is new to me. Go. Yeah. So I'm going to pick uh, Mickey Graglia. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. The Italian runner that just did the Moab oh. 240 because I've, I'm waiting to read his book, which hasn't come out in English yet, but I've heard him on a podcast and his story is so fascinating because he literally came from a completely different world of modeling which he fell into. And then all of a sudden, one day, he decides to sign up for a race. And he won. And he's a talented mm. runner. So it's so interesting how you... It's so interesting how people come to this world. That's what I like about the story. Yeah. So, think- yes, mine would be Mickey Graglia. Yeah, and I, I only came across his name just a few years ago. Because our friend Mike... Angers. Oui, oui. <laughs> um, where was he? Iceland? They, I think they first met in the Dominican or? Well, I know, I know for sure he ran with him in Iceland and he was actually his roommate or something. I'm not too sure how that all went down. Yeah, but he, we'd have to ask Mike. But but he talked about him, this, that, and the other. And his, and that's when I first came across yeah, him, which is not a, that long ago. So he's a very down-to-earth guy. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, next question. Cool. My turn? Yep. Ooh. Favorite volunteering moment. Oh. Well, that's easy for me. Okay, go. So actually, almost a year ago to right now, mm-hmm. I volunteered at Havelina 100. So I went out a week early to Arizona. I was signed up to run the 100K. And I volunteered on the Monday and the Tuesday before the race, setting up the um, Jackass Junction aid station and then setting up at the start line. And I had the greatest time. There, there's such, Havelina, um, 
Arab Viper running. They're such an organized group of people, and they're all passionate about putting on a great event. And it was an awesome experience, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. And did you win some award there? Yes, actually, I did. I got the, uh, oh, what did they call it? Because it started with a J. I don't know. Anyways, I got the Volunteer of the Year Award. <laughs> volunteer of the Race Award. Right, right. Which was a almost as exciting as getting my 100K <laughs> finishing medal. Well, you were there for a while. You were there for a week. I was there for a week. Yeah, yeah it was so. great. What's yours? Mine is um, <laughs> when I volunteered at Bryce Canyon, mm. and <laughs> I asked for the fifty. It was a hundred miler Bryce, hundred miler Bryce, Bryce hundred miler. Yeah, and I, I asked for the fifty miler. I wanted to be at the furthest point from the finish line. And I was with my friend Will, and so we went out there, which took a, quite a while to get out there, but we brought everything Canadian. So we had huge flags everywhere. We must have put four huge flags everywhere, plus we were wearing everything Canadian. And, and as soon as, as people came into our aid station, it looked like they just crossed the border. That's pretty much how <laughs> it looked like. And the reason why I did that is because we had 15 Canadians in the event and I wanted them to feel like home when they came to our aid station. So that was like actually cool. And then it's so funny because the Americans who came up to me and said, why are all these Canadian flags here? I said, well, because I have 15 friends in the race and they were kind of like confused by it. Going, hey, man, <laughs> you're still in the States. Don't worry. So anyways, that was a fun time and glad to have been there. Cool. And who who puts on who was that company called? Uh Ultra Right. Trail. No, what are they called? I wonder if they changed their name. Vacation races? Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. Bryce, hundred miler. What a All right. Amazing Next event. question. Okay. Favorite running book. Oh. Mine easy is uh Born to Run. That is the reason why I actually went to do Leadville. Bang, that's it. And also, if you had to get a chance to listen to the audio version of Born to Run, I do recommend that because, well, I just enjoy audiobooks more than reading. Who has time to read these days? Okay, go ahead. Uh, mine would be Dean Carnass's 50 Days in 50, 50 Marathons and um, 50 Days in 50 States. Right. Yes, yeah, for think. sure. Okay. All right, my turn. Yep. Most memorable race swag. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. I was actually thinking about giving you that question. That's your question. That's my but question. But I was thinking about that question. All right. So you must have an answer. Yeah. Okay. So that's... I don't have something specific, but I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't... <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't... His favorite. Well, okay. Uh, okay, go. I don't like t-shirts. Because usually they don't fit, especially women. And they're impossible to race or run in because they just don't fit. If you give me a t-shirt that fits, then I will love it. I like uh, hats. And there have been some cool races that were the women specific where they gave you a necklace or... um, 
Yeah. So I can't say something specific, but I will say that my least favorite is a T-shirt that doesn't fit. Well, you got that that necklace when you did the Nike San Francisco, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I still is that wear. Considered swag. I guess well, everyone got one. Yeah, that was okay. this way. Actually, well, what about the one at Yorkdale? You got all kinds of sh- stuff there. Yeah, but we're talking like the main swag uh, thing that you get okay. in addition to the medal, mm. right? I don't really remember swag, except when we did get this one thing. It was kind of cool. It was that dry bag when in the scenic oh, yeah. in Switzerland. Yes. Solomon dry bag. Solomon dry bag. Yeah. It was unexpected. Mm-hmm. So, and we still use it today just for supping and stuff. Yeah. So. That yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Your turn. All right. Oops. I made the font huge and you still have to put your glasses on. Yeah, yeah. Dream race and why? My dream race. That shouldn't be hard. My dream race. Mm. <laughs> yeah, okay. We all know what it is. <laughs> um obviously well, we obviously I'm... Western States because it took me six years to get there. Plus COVID year, so now seven. Hopefully it happens next year. That is my dream race that I've been trying to strive to get to. And I finally get in and of course COVID hits. So my second one obviously is UTMB. Um, just because Western states I consider to be the Boston of Ultra and in U- North America. No, I think it's just the Boston because it's the oldest and prestigious, just like Boston. So it's anywhere in the world. Yeah. And UTMB I consider it to be the Olympics. Okay. So all right, that's it. So mine. Yep. Dream race. I have I a feeling. Th- I know what it is. Okay. Well, what is it? And let's see if you're right. I think it's the Mont-Saint-Michel <laughs> in France. It is, actually. And it's a trail race now. That's why it's my dream race. Because yeah. originally, it was just a road race in Mont-Saint-Michel, where you would run around the town, and then uh, you got to see the monastery from the shore, I guess. Um, but now they have a trail version in the same vicinity and what the heck how exciting is that so and isn't it where you have to run towards the castle before the tide takes you out to sea or something yeah i'm not so sure what the actual course is but (laughs) the basically if you don't know what mont saint michel is look it up it's a monastery that is uh depending on when the tide comes in it's either surrounded by water or by sand so it's pretty cool cool yeah All all right Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing so far, give us a like and follow our social media. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You can find all that at gotterunracing.com. And follow The Ultra Norm and Shark Runner 17 on Instagram for exciting behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, guess what? They're married to each other. Wild, right? Now, back to the show. Describe your funniest face plant on a run. (laughs) You know, falling is my greatest fear. And I think about it more than I should when I'm trail running. It's ridiculous. Because I can just envision it taking me out or cracking a tooth or getting injured. 
But if you're falling on a downhill, then you're going in the same direction. So that's good. (laughs) (laughs) I have Superman so many times catching myself because I don't want to fall. But the last time I fell in a race was kind of funny. That was actually at Havelina because my buddy Eric from Five Peaks, Mm -hmm. it was in a section of the race that we only had to do once. And it was on a curve. So when I fell... I made a noise and all the people on the other side of the curve turned back to look at me. They thought it was a javelina chasing them? (laughs) Yeah, as I'm (laughs) face planted on the ground and they shouted across the the divide, are you okay, you're okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. So nobody actually went across the divide to try to help you? They had to stay? Yeah, because they would have had to turn back and come back around the circle. Well, they could just cut through the desert. No, no, there was like, oh. it was like a, st- a oh, incline cannon. that was so, between us. Yeah. yeah. That, that section was not in the race when I did have no, it was not four years ago. So, and then I, I had a bloody knee and I think I wrecked part of my palm. So it was kind of funny because I thought I got away with it because no one was specifically mm. around me, but they all turned and looked across and was like, oh, she fell. <laughs> and, and you were, uh, you came, that was your first loop. That was my first loop. <laughs> so you had exactly. two more loops to do. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I think mine, this is a true story. I told this to all my ultra friends out there. They seem not to believe me, but this is what happened. <laughs> it was two o'clock in the morning and I don't know, maybe I was fiddling with my watch. I was trying to get something to eat, but I actually f- was fell. Was this in a race? Yes. At the scenic. I actually fell over a cow <laughs> that was in the middle of the trail. I didn't see it. It was again, two in the morning. And the cow was black. <laughs> I fell over him and I'm going, what the hell? <laughs> oh. And then I looked up the trail with my light and there was one there and there's one there and there's one there going, how the hell did I miss this? And why are these cows are on the trail? But anyway, I, f- I f- tripped over a cow. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's my, that's it. All right. Okay. Next. Okay. I guess I don't need my glasses, but what the hell? Favorite type of training run, tempo, speed, long run. Hmm. So favorite workout. Yeah, favorite workout. That depends. How about least favorite? <laughs> no, I, I I do enjoy each one because it does do specific things, but I like tempos because it's all out, it's short, and you feel like you've actually did something whereas a long run you have to get to a certain point to really feel that okay now now i'm working um but tempo is just bullshit man you know it's just it's red lining right off the gun so i i like tempos for short workouts i like long runs one answer only ah! Tempo, say tempo. Okay, fine. I'll go with tempo. Mine's the long because with trail running, which I pretty much mostly just do now, I like to plan where I'm going to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, planning and then planning when I'm going to eat and where I'm going to have breaks. Like I know that I, if I'm going to a section that's really technical with a lot of hills, mm. you know, I like the planning aspect. Okay. All right. What made you want to be a runner? Mm. So how did I get into running? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. So that's, I have one of those in there too. Okay. So when you signed up for your first marathon, which was the Toronto, Toronto Marathon in 2002? Really? Was it the year we got married or the year before? Yeah, I guess yeah, it was early 2000s. Okay, whatever. 2001. Um, and I, it was a cold day and you were sick. Not good conditions. I had, I had 101 fever, you a were, bloody nose. Yeah, and you wanted <laughs> to throw up. Like it was just a bad... I should have just stayed in bed. But anyway. And it was... What month was that? May? It was... Yeah, the, it May. Was, it was Toronto, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were wearing parkas. It was that cold of a day. So I'm standing at the finish line, and first time in a marathon, I had no idea what to expect. And I'm watching these people cross the finish line, and I'm seeing all ages, all body types, all running styles, and I'm thinking, wow, this is not what I expected. I thought they were all going to be athletes. And I hated running growing up, so I was like, meh. However, this inspired me, and waiting for you, and standing there and being cold, I kind of looked into my future, and I <laughs> thought, well, I know he's not stopping. Yeah. So I thought, well, maybe I should try this, because I don't want to be standing around waiting at the finish line for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. And I was inspired by the people I saw at the finish line that were running, and I thought, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Absolutely. So that's how I got started. Mm. Thanks to your inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> On a cold, May sick day. day. Mine is, um, I was an adventure racer first before running. I didn't know anything about running. I did, So I was an adventure racer, and I was the slowest on the team, which pissed me off. So that inspired me to better get my ass in gears. So I became a running. I started running to become better than my teammates. And... Uh, I eventually raced for about four or five years and then the team disbanded and I figured, what am I going to do now? So I just decided to just keep on running. That's how I got into running. Cool. But how I became adventure racer is a different story altogether. <laughs> right. We'll get there one day. Yeah. If you want to know how I got, became an adventure racer, comments below. <laughs> okay. Here we go. What is your greatest athletic achievement? Ooh, you have so many. But my greatest... Well, you wrote the question, so you must have an answer. No, I was actually thinking about you. I was thinking about your answers. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, <sighs> it's tough to say because... You've been an athlete your whole life. Mm. But yeah, so I guess... Okay, so we have to just... You said athletic, right? So, you didn't say running I know. achievement. So I don't want to go back into hockey days <laughs> so uh, we'll stick to running um okay greatest i have to say um leadville because i dnf'd in 2010 and it took me four years to get back to leadville to finally get the monkey off my back which was 2014 and uh yep i have to say leadville because I was gonna. I was prepared to die that day in 2014. There's no way I was not gonna finish this race after. So, I would have to say that. Even though Death Race was my very first ultra, it's it's up there as well because it's my very first ultra, and 
yeah, 125K in my very first ultra, which is kind of ridiculous, but... And then there's Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I had to say Leadville. Ah, that's it. <laughs> 2014. Uh, <laughs> Finishing. I don't know what I, I would... think. I have to think I know okay. what it is. Okay, you say it because I... Well, the fact that you did your 100K, which is an achievement. It's I... a milestone, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think... I think finishing a triathlete a triathlon oh uh, yes because that's true it is because that, uh, yeah. when you met me <laughs> i didn't run i didn't swim i didn't bike yeah so i would say completing a triathlon was probably the biggest out of my comfort zone achievement that's exactly right because i don't i have yet to feel out of my comfort zone in a race running and i want to feel that one day because you know, not that I finished feeling awesome, but I want to know what it's like to be completely destroyed. And but overcoming the fear of swimming and biking, yeah, was huge. So yeah, you're right. I think so because a because you coming home crying, never gonna get it. Yeah, never gonna swimming, never or... and and biking. You're just wondering yeah. what the hell's going. Why can't I get on this bike? Yeah. So I I understand that that must have been yeah. the greatest athletic achievement. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> All right. So we haven't de- reached a deeper level a level yet. Oh yes, <laughs> level two. <laughs> no, we haven't reached it because we know everything. <laughs> What's your go-to shoe? Oh, uh, okay. No, this, this is easy. Road shoes. I like Newtons and K Swiss, which aren't made anymore. Nope. So, <laughs> and why he stockpiled case with? That's right. I, I stockpiled because I know it's going to be next to impossible to find. And um, trail True. shoe. Um, I'm enjoying my Hoka Speed Goat. Speed Goat for it because it's wide, which is the first time it came out wide. Yep. Although I miss my Leadvilles, but close to my Leadvilles are the Brooks Cascadia? Cascadias. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am a Hoka fan as well. Mm-hmm. However, um, Brooks, no matter what Brooks shoe I put on my foot, it feels awesome. And I really like the first Caldera. They're on to four now, which I haven't tried yet, and I'd like to. Um, but most of the time, I'm in a Hoka. I just recently got into some Merrells, the um, Trail Andorra, I think it's called. And I'm really liking it. I didn't think I would, but it's because uh, it's low profile and not as much cushion. But I like it. You know what I just realized is you're wearing you're wearing Terry Fox. I am. But the first line is green. Uh oh. <laughs> Does that mean it's not gonna show up on the green screen? Does that mean it's not gonna show up on the green screen? We'll soon find out. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Okay. My turn. Yep. Describe your favorite race experience. So that's from start to finish, like. Oh, you know, I, just a favorite going race to the in general. Expo oh, okay. How they treated you and what you got as swag mm. and post-race food and blah blah blahs. So the entire. Yeah, whether it was the place you were in. Mm. I know it's hard because we've done so many mm. destination races. I have to think about this. I, I can tell you some bad experiences in races. Well, let's not diss yeah, people on our first episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's coming. <laughs> um, race favorite race experience overall. Um, 
Hmm. I have to say this quick. Um, I think that I think hands down is going to be the party in the desert. Yeah, I agree. Havelina. Havelina. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys know how to do it, right? Yeah. And the eight stations were stacked. They just help you out and they. <laughs> it was very well organized. For those who are thinking about doing 100 mile or 100K, make Havelina your first. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Break your virginity with them. All right. This could be the last one. I don't know what that one is. Let's see here. What's the one thing you like and dislike about being a race director? Ooh. Ooh. Who put that in there? <laughs> what do you like about being a race director? I like... I like... Okay, so I'm going to break it down into two things. I like to plan. So I like it when we're, you know... A year out, and we're thinking about what are we going to do for next year to top last year. I like thinking about swag. I like all of that. On race day, if we've done our job, then at some point we get to stand by the finish line and watch people cross and see the joy, hopefully, (laughs) on their faces and hear people talking in the crowd about what what their experience was. Mm. So I love that. Dislike? Um, I think it's more about the stress that I put on myself. <laughs> yes. Because there's always so much planning you can do. Yeah. And there's always the unknowns yeah. when it comes to race day. And you, you try to think of everything. And then, of course, there's always something you've forgotten. And I stress about that one thing that I've forgotten yeah. till the minute it happens. So that that would be my answer. Yeah. Yours? Favorite thing I like about directing is I just absolutely enjoy flagging the course. <laughs> oh, you're good at it too. Well, sometimes I'm out there for three days flagging a course and I go over it and I recheck, check, recheck, make sure everything is good. And sometimes even three o'clock in the morning to make sure nobody has stolen any flags. Or move flags. Or move them throughout the night. And sometimes, I remember this one time, we're getting ready for Coyote, and some biker just purposely biked over all the flags to knock them down. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> but that's why I enjoy it anyway. Uh, dislike is also the stress. <laughs> the stress. <laughs> because remember that time at uh, Anna Lake? Oh. All the runners kept going through a turn, sign which stressed me out going, oh my god there's a leak there's a leak we have to seal the leak <laughs> <laughs> so it's stress and it's just lack of sleep yeah i don't sleep for three days before i don't sleep the night of the after, even done i don't yeah. sleep because i'm still wired about keep going so yeah exactly but at the end of the day we just absolutely love it okay all right last one yep who's it favorite race distance and why Ooh. Yeah. That's a good one. It is a good one. That was mine. Favorite race distance. Um, I do I do enjoy the hundred miler. Uh because you so many things you go through in hundred miler, so many things you think about. <laughs> but because you you can start the race at a beautiful temperature and then twelve hours later you're on top of a mountain and it's pelting down with hail and then how do you deal with that? You just keep going. You have to figure it out. So 
I do that. Enjoy the 100-miler. I try to get done before the sun rises twice. But uh, I also enjoy the 50-miler because you're done by dinner. And I, I always think of a, of a nice steak waiting for me by dinner. <laughs> you? Um, I think I would say 50K because it's long enough that I take it seriously to train properly. But it's not so long that it takes, mm. you know, hours and hours and hours, and you're you're kind of wrecked at the end of it in terms of how you feel, or you know, I think I would go fifty k. Yeah, because I like I like the challenge of the distance. If it's too short, you kind of can fudge it a bit in your training. I see. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So. It's a challenge. The 50K is a challenge. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. So, hope you got, got to, to know us <laughs> a little better. <laughs> and to tune in to our podcasts on YouTube or all the different Spotify or world other podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts, we will be. <laughs> yes. And if you have a interesting story or you know someone that does and you mm. want us to interview them, please Send us a drop us a line, gotta run racing at gmail.com. Yep. And, and uh, uh, give us a like, give us a follow, give us a subscribe, whatever you do. Yeah. So we'll have some fun. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks Cheers. for listening. Ooh, that was quite the marathon. Thanks for listening to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast with your hosts, Norman and Jody. Please visit us at gotarunracing.com for more information on our events or simply drop us an email at gotarunracing at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel to stream the video version of this episode. Oh, and if you like my voice, check me out at tylerherchuk.ca. T-Y-L-E-R-H-Y-R-C-H-U-K. Gotta run!